Discover South Carolina presents The Palmetto Porch, a podcast featuring some of the most uniquely charming destinations across the Palmetto State. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I find out what's off the beaten path as I speak to South Carolina locals who know their towns best. Find The Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com. Get ready, because Scott's is taking over Daylight Saving Time. It's such a big event that we're calling it Daylong Saving Time. And now it's got real savings. In fact, it's the biggest deals of the year. Audacious? Absolutely. So don't wait. Stock up early and you'll be able to save up to $20 on Scott's Triple Action and Easy Seed products today at the Home Depot and Lowe's. Offers available March 9th through 22nd at select U.S. stores. While supplies last, selection varies by location. See store for exact offers. Ready for the interview, and if you get a cue live on a laptop, watch what I'm gonna do. Welcome to the show, let them know we got a point of view. Hey, yo, let's have a combo. Say what you feel, be real, that's the motto. Real talk, pronto, Dr. D, PhD, hit the intro. Hold up, wait, gotta be social, network, global, a home for the locals. Gotta be social, network, global, a home for the locals. Okay, Gabriel, now listen, it's not often that someone's mom refers them <laughs> to me uh to chat about what's going on but your mom did man big big ups for that man absolutely absolutely yeah she's a big part of this uh creation as well she was a big part of the story and she's there as a a great sitter as well for journeyers especially women oh man that's cool we got to get into that but i mean obviously it's about your story so what's the genesis of this story let's let's take the wayback machine What's going on here, man? Oh, man, the Wayback Machine. All right. This was, okay, uh, man, this was during college. So I was playing football for CU. Shout out Buffs. They're going to be nice. legit. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, it was during a time in my life where, you know, I was playing football full of ego. Um, thought I knew where I was going, but I had no idea if that makes sense. Yep. Um, and I had a, a really close friend that was best friends with me in high school. And he ended up committing suicide um, in college. And he reached out to me about a week prior. And I just didn't um, get back to him because of what I, you know, turned into, if that makes sense. Um, So, yeah, that kind of ate at me. And that that got started. That catalyzed the journey that really um, made me start to really think deeply about what I um, really wanted in life. So what were your thoughts, though, at that time, like? you start thinking, man, there's something else going on here that I need to discover or. Right. Yeah. You know, it's really funny because, um, you know, growing up, I've always been taught to follow my intuition. Right. Um, so I, I've always been kind of gauged into the woo hmm, woo, if you will, right. <laughs> In terms of being able to tap into the energy and manifestation and stuff of that nature. Um, but it, I never connected the spirituality to it. And that's mm-hmm. what kind of really got on, really started to unfold once I hit that, that bottom. Cause that, um, the death of my friend really pushed me to my darkest space, which really showed me the light. If that makes sense, I was able to find myself, but I had to sit with myself and accept what was. And there was a lot of dark thoughts. There was a lot of things I had to yeah. grow through and I just had to accept that I wasn't running from it. 
All right. So you were in acceptance mode for that. And you're like, well, this is where I'm currently at. What was the hardest part about that darkness? Yeah. The hardest part about that darkness was just really, hmm. I've always been, hmm, it's really funny. I, I, I felt it as it was all meant to be. So I, I, I've always twisted the worst into what it can be. And I really saw it for what it was because, um, it wasn't just for myself, but he got a bunch of people started on their path, man, and clarified a bunch of stuff. And it was like a, a sacrifice for others to really find themselves, right? So I saw it as this thing that was meant to be, but really the hardest part was just um, me getting out of my own way, man, because mm-hmm. I was programmed. I was programmed as a child, you know, um, by society, however you, you want to put it, but I started to realize my thoughts and my dogmas and what I really believed in. I, I they weren't my own. Mm. I didn't know who I was, man. I didn't know who I was. And that that's, that's when I got started on the journey. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a very similar thing for like so many humans is kind of a path is chosen for you. Uh, and then at some point you have to decide if that's what you want to do or if you want to go a different direction. And it often does happen in like, your early 20s, your mid 20s and stuff. It's just a volatile time, it feels like. You know, you're trying to figure right. out what the hell is happening right now. You know? Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, especially so, in an environment that you're surrounded by a bunch of uh, noise 24-7 right? yeah. and expectations. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was a collegiate uh, track and field athlete. So I understand uh, oh, yeah, like that it. environment, mm-hmm. right? And it's a very hyper-competitive and, you know, you're around a bunch of dudes, you know, it's like, <laughs> like there's a lot of ego and right. and pushing each other and testing each other. Right? It's like it's not that deep, you know, like it's like yeah. <laughs> very primal in a weird sense. But it's like it's hard right. to explain if you've never been that level. It's 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 like you're living that environment constantly, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah. it's so hard to get out of that and really see what you're made of. Like you're trying to see what you're made of physically and mentally to some extent, but like not necessarily spiritually in a deeper place, you know? Right, man. So that's why college was this difficult ride, this journey, because I was living this double life in a way Mm. where I had to wear this mask to be part of this program when then I would totally detach from it on my off time where everyone else was so in it. Yeah. I was trying to get away from it so I can find who I was. And then that just, that, that, yeah, that just really sparked everything, man. Dude, we sound so similar. I was the same way. I was like, when I'm not practicing, I don't want to be a part of this. When I'm not competing, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to live with anybody who's doing <laughs> what I'm doing. I want to have the opposite life of what I'm doing. Right. I was like one of the only people who was doing that. Everybody lived with each right. other. Oh, right. they, I was like, oh, I don't want that. I want to figure out what else is happening. You know, I mm-hmm. totally resonate with that, man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just a different experience, you know. But um, so you talked about the spirituality aspect. You said kind of adding that. Talk to me about the spiritual aspect of your life growing up with your mom and different things like that. And then where that's led to now. Yeah, absolutely. So I've always, you know, my, my parents raised me to be very open-minded right? They, they put me in, um, so I got a taste of everything. So I was in, you know, Christian high school for a little bit, right? Full plethora. Um, but they never were the type to make me go to church, right? Mm-hmm. They always taught me that church is wherever you are. 
you can connect with yeah. the energy wherever you are. Right. Um, so they, they kind of taught me that. And that's kind of how I approached everything. I approached everything in terms of spirituality um, from experience. I needed to experience it to believe it. I wasn't just going to believe in something that just what I, I, I had, I had no contact with. Um, so that's what really, that's what really <clears throat> unfolded the deeper aspects of the journey, which unfolded what's happening now, um, which is doing the work with the plant medicines, because that was what really opened me up um, and showed me this other side. Yeah, me too, man. <laughs> For sure. <man. laughs> Most definitely. Yep. Now, what was your thoughts about plant medicine back when you were playing football or in that space in your life? Did you have any thoughts about negative, positive about that? Or was it even on your radar? Um, it was definitely on my radar, man. Um, you know, let's just say I was in CU and I was living a double life. So I was definitely participating in okay. the double life as I was playing both, right. <laughs> both worlds. Um, yes. Uh -huh. So I, I saw it as recreational. It was cool. I've seen it as, um, depending on what it was, I saw it as a medicine from the beginning, like um, cannabis, yeah. um, LSD, uh, mushrooms, depending on how they're approached with intention. Um, all these can be considered medicines, but they're all drugs at the same time. It's how right. you approach them with your intention. If you can approach them like an adult and really set a foundation for yourself and, you know, give thanks and, and really tune into something deeper and use that as a vehicle. Um, it makes, it makes it very easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just like getting hit with like a massive hammer to your life, man. <laughs> it's just like, it's crazy. And I didn't come to this till I was like my mid thirties. I'm 44 mm -hmm. now. Um, and it was not on my radar when I was in my twenties, like at all. In fact, I would have been the person who would go, Oh, I would never do anything like that. Like right. I had the complete opposite <laughs> because I was fed that these are dangerous in the sense mm -hmm. of like, these are illegal schedule one drugs. You know, you grow up with the, the marketing behind it, the right. propaganda, you're going to mm -hmm. jump out of a window, you know, <laughs> it's like all this crazy, right. you know, but never the, the information that is now really spreading about the super positive elements of right. the psychedelics for that. So how, how did you balance that though? Like you're, you're an athlete, but then you're participating and in this practice. How was that? What was that like? like I can't even imagine. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. No, it, 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 for, um, let's just put it this way. It didn't work out that well. I got, <laughs> I got <laughs> to a point where I was like, you know what, man, I, bro, I, I started playing football. Just put it this way. I started playing football sophomore year, like sophomore year of high school. Okay. Really. That's when I like started to take it seriously. Yeah. I was a soccer player and a baseball player. And that, that was in my blood. Yeah. You know, football was always something I wanted to try so hard to do because I love the glory of it. <laughs> and that's the only reason why I did it. So when I started to wake up, I started to see all of this about myself. And I, I, I realized I had to start living my authentic life and whatever yeah. that was and whatever that meant and whatever, however, everyone around me saw that as I had to get started on my journey. And that's what um, the death of my friend really catalyzed. Yeah. It was at that moment. I was like, dude, I, don't, I can drop all this. I really don't care. Like, wow. I, I, don't, I don't care. Yeah. And that's, 
that's where I was at. But I was willing to go all in with whatever I was starting to experience because I felt the expansion of what I was stepping into. Yeah. And I felt an awareness elevating. So I was able to like really see the noise around me and then see how much people cared about what people thought about them. Mm. And I'm, I wanted to shed all of that. Mm. So yeah, it was very, it was very, very interesting time. Very interesting time. What were the thoughts and ideas of people who were close to you around you as you were going through this shift? How did they see you? Great question. Um, my close friends, they, they loved it because they were like, wow, man, you're like changing for the good, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're becoming so much cooler to be around. If that makes sense. <laughs> um, they're like, you're just chill. You you're know? just chill. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, my family on the other hand, uh, not my mom, she was always tuned in, but my family, yeah. like, you're crazy, right? You're crazy. Mm. You're crazy. You're giving up all opportunities because you're, and you're crazy. And I get it. I totally get it but I wasn't going to do something I, I wasn't, I wasn't going to do because I knew I was destined for something. I just yeah. didn't know what that was. And I understood creation enough to manifest my own opportunities. So I was able to always manifest the perfect opportunity that everyone would see for me as, wow, that's great. Because that's why I was always doing it for everyone else. Yeah. So I learned how to manifest and work with the energy, but I never did any of it because it wasn't for me. Mm. And I always thought there was something wrong with me in that process until I really met the mushroom and it spoke and it, I really found out who, who I was, where I came from and why I've always felt out of place in mm. this realm. Oh, that we got to expand upon that. Speaking of expansion, I mean, who did you think, what were you becoming and, and why did you feel so out of place? I was becoming aware and I was starting to remember, I was starting to remember my roots. Mm. And um, through that, I was starting to remember my people and what they practiced. Um, and from there, that just, I understood, I, it's cutting out the middlemen. And there's been a great middleman that's been created that's put in between of everything. Mm. And we have the opportunity to dissolve that. And be, it was already known. Right. And I, it was in, it was just activated. It was just activated where I was remembering all of this about myself. And so I, I felt this obligation to listen. And as I listened, it, it started to open up more and more. Yeah. So I started to realize it went as deep as I was willing to ask. And as I was starting to go through this process, it was speaking louder and louder. I mean, I don't, no, I, I, you know, I say higher <laughs> self, right? I, I don't yeah. like to put labels on anything, but you know, it, it was, it was an experience that I've never experienced with any other psychedelic. Um, it was very practical. It was as if I was building a relationship with this thing that mm. had an infinite wisdom and it was showing me who I was. And it was very, um, I had many journeys, many yeah. journeys worked with, um, you know, initiated, uh, initiated by Curandero, um, and just was really taught this idea of building a relationship. So I approached it all as a skeptic, right? I never believed anything. I had to experience it. Um, but once it broke open, man, it, it was, I, I listened and I decided to give myself 
to it because I knew what it what it was and its place in all of this. Um, yeah, sounds deep, but I'll answer any question <laughs> that you ask. You know, like the mushroom myself, I'll go as deep as you're willing to ask. Yeah, you know what, what's interesting? I'm working on a few things on the psychedelic realm about telling storytelling. I love have helping people tell their stories because I think there's this stigma, even in people in the community that are deeply in psychedelics, there there's still a stigma of telling that story of how deep it goes. Mm. Um, and there's some level of like, uh, well, what will people think if I say I saw something batshit crazy? You know, it's like, it's like you just accept your story. And actually people need to hear your story. So I would love to hear the story of how you kind of united with the mushroom and, and the whole experience for you, because I just think it's really important. We don't shy away from the, the depth of the experience, you know? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the first really by breakthrough with the mushroom, when it first spoke was a 10 gram journey on penis envies and it wow. was on an empty, empty stomach. Um, Jeez, man. And I, I heard this idea that they spoke and there's something deep about them. And I've already worked with LSD and psychedelics. So I was ready to dive in. I was at a point where I was ready to die. I was ready to let my ego, Your ego disappear. Yes. I didn't care. I didn't care. I was ready. I was, I was, I felt like a warrior in that regard. Mm. Um, but then it, it, it whipped, it, it whipped my ass. Of man. course it, it did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here in the 10 grams. I'm like penis. Heavy. I'm like, wow. Whoa. <laughs> it, it, it was, it was incredible. Um, the, I really, really, you know, I've had thoughts of like, man, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Right. Yeah. My ego, I feel like I'm dying. No, this was like, dude, you don't know what you did. You're dying tonight. Yeah. Like you're you're going to yeah. die and I'm sorry. And <laughs> accept it now. And I was literally in like a three hour span of having to accept my death that was yes. approaching. And it was just a powerful, powerful experience. And it brought on a purge like no other. It brought on a purge that lasted about four hours um and it was nonstop nonstop wow. and i i ate nothing but it was nonstop <sighs> it was getting this liquid out of my body and as it was coming out all the 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 negative thoughts and all the shit in my mind that i never knew was there that i thought about myself was coming out as i was releasing all of these trap emotions toxins whatever you want to call it yeah. and i was releasing all of this from my body and my mind started to realize what was happening. And it was just this beautiful experience of going so hard in that moment to get it all out of me. Like I was just so with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was a very incredible experience. And in that experience, it spoke and it said, look, you're approaching to figure out, <laughs> you want to know deep answers and you want to see what, what else is here because you're curious about this, everything. You're not ready to know anything. You know, you're still doing this. You're still drinking. You're still eating meat. You're still, you're not listening to yourself. You're not doing what you know you have to do. Not saying oh, that stuff is bad to do. It's just, right. I wasn't doing what I know I had to do to clear sure. my channel. Um, so it just pointed that out loudly. It said, if you want to know, look, I pr I prove I've proven to you that I, I can speak and your mind's blown at this, but understand I will go much deeper, but you must do your part. So I decided just to meet it halfway. So I did my part and then I came back for another journey, maybe three months down the road. Right. Um, Man. Yeah. And then it opened up even more. Right. Um, yeah. I've, I had a few journeys and 
the one that sticks is when hmm, there was a bunch, there was some that went dark and yeah. some that, you know, made me have to pray. Cause I was like, wait, there's something like, this. <laughs> you know, I literally had to, yeah. Dude, yeah, man, of course. Yeah, man. yeah. Yeah. For real. So, um, but I was, I was still going back to it. There was still, it was teaching me. It was as if it was studying me as much as I was studying it. Mm. So it, it was figuring out how to work with my mind and where I was. And it even dropped thoughts in my mind that were dark and mm. it was like it wanted to study me but I was very strong I did all the work prior you know the whole journey took me on the mindfulness path so I did my yoga I understood hypnotherapy affirmations I reprogrammed my mind for all of this experience so the base foundation was yeah. strong it you know it wasn't going to tell me to do something crazy and, I, and me listen you understand right so right. I was studying I was studying all of it I was studying myself um but one one journey just really broke through and it was a B plus journey about eight grams on B plus. Okay. And uh, it was the medicine that I grew. So uh, um, by this time, it, it expressed you need to grow me. And if you want to mm. really break through, you need to break through with the medicine that you grow. And you can you need to listen to how I, you I want to be grown. So it wanted specific sounds. It wanted specific things, frequencies. Right. Um so I did that. I listened to it and beautiful, beautiful cultivation. Um, and it, it advised to do the medicine, do the journey with the same sounds that I grew with. Five seconds left and he shoots. He scores. I can't believe it. This is a moment for the history books. Secure the dub you've been craving with big, bold flavors from Firehouse Subs. Like our iconic hook and ladder sub with smoked turkey breast, Virginia honey ham, and Monterey Jack. Order now and score $2 off any sub purchase in the Firehouse Subs app when you enter promo code HOOPS. Limited time offer only on the Firehouse Subs app. Tap the banner now to download the Firehouse Subs app. And a one, and two, and three, and a... Oh, hey there. Staying healthy can get, well, sweaty. That's why I order up post-workout drinks with Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits from local stores and get them all delivered in under 60 minutes. No sweat. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. If your business earns millions or tens of millions in revenue, stop what you're doing and take a listen. Because NetSuite by Oracle has just rolled out the best offer we've ever seen. NetSuite gives you the visibility and control you need to make better decisions faster. And for the first time in NetSuite's 22 years as the number one cloud financial system, you can defer payments of a full NetSuite implementation for six months. That's no payment and no interest for six months. And you can take advantage of this special financing offer today. NetSuite is number one because they give your business everything you need in real time, all in one place. To reduce manual processes, boost efficiency, build forecasts, and increase productivity across every department. 33,000 companies have already upgraded to NetSuite, gaining visibility and control over their financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more. If you've been sizing NetSuite up to make the switch, then you know this deal is unprecedented. No interest, no payments. Take advantage of this special financing offer at netsuite.com slash strategy. netsuite.com slash strategy to get the visibility and control you need to weather any storm. netsuite.com slash strategy.
right frequency stuff of that nature so i did that and i was just sitting in a hammock and just had my headphones in with some frequencies and medicine was kicking in and man lo and behold i drop into this space where it's as if it was look this thing was studying me Mm. and and i i it it showed itself it was as if whatever was behind this wisdom or this (laughs) The messaging behind the mushroom, it, it revealed itself and it showed the mushroom for what it was, which was just a technology. And it's a technology that's not from here. Wow. That's why the spores are from space. So it really, it, it was, um, it was a big breakthrough moment, man. I won't go too much into that. Oh no, man. I can process, see how intense but, yeah. it is for you, man. Just your face mm-hmm. and how you feel about it, man. Like, yeah, it's it, so intense. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. It's, um, it, it shattered everything for me because I know what I know and no one can tell me what I know. Yeah. Right. And I right. won't, I don't believe anyone else. I have to experience it. And that's the beauty of that's, that's the beauty of this path is that you, if you have the courage, you can step in and, and experience for yourself. Wow, man. <clears throat> Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> the 10 grams is still blowing me, man. That's <laughs> like, <it's> so- <laughs> It's so much, man. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. Oh, but, is. man. But you learn so much, man. It's just like, and you're talking about like feeling like dying, man. My last trip was like that too. I mean, I was on, it dropped me, man. I was, <laughs> I was on the ground and I was like, this is it, man. I went too far. Maybe I went too far. And I was right, like, right. But I accepted <laughs> it. I was like, all right. You know, it's like, right. why well, fight it? <laughs> it you can't. Like, there's no way you can. <laughs> no, it's like you can't do anything about it. And I just like accepted him. It just came so emotional. Man, it's just so much love and connection. That's always what I felt so led with is just so much love. And the middleman part, man, that part spoke to me. I am totally all in on that. There is a wall that has been constructed. And a lot of people never actually get through that wall. They just stay and in that wall but man there's something right here it's right Mm -hmm. here but when you Mm -hmm. break through that thing you're like what the hell (laughs) is going on (laughs) it's so intense man yeah yeah absolutely yeah so what did that lead you to like so how has your life transformed since then um and as through these journeys how do you keep building on your life with each journey that's a great question it's a great question. Um, my life has changed because that cutting out the middleman, it was something I took very, very dearly. Because mm. um, the more journeys I've had with the mushroom, it was as if it gave me the choice. It was like you have a connection and you can choose to become it or you can choose to be separate from it and just keep continue living whatever. And um, I chose to conjoin with, with whatever was. Um, and more as I, as I, I consider this building relationship with mushroom, but as I journeyed more and more, it felt like I, I was it, where I didn't need to tune into something outside of me. I, I was it. Mm. And the, the, I started to decipher my intuition and the messagings were, when they were just coming in and my own mind. So I started to get hyper aware um, mm-hmm. 
and I'm sorry, I just got knocked off of thought already. What, it's what okay, was man. Because I was, <laughs> you, I was onto it. Yeah, you were. You were. How do you? How have you built? Like yes, each, you know, each time. Yeah. Yes, yes. So cutting out the middleman was huge to me during this part as I was becoming it. Right. Yeah. It started to work my mind and and show the efficiency of what I needed to create in in the realm. So I I didn't want to work for anyone. It was, I, I was done. I was done working for other people. So I needed to figure it out on my own. Right. Um, and that was a journey in itself, man. It was a, a huge journey. Um, but as I journeyed more and more with the mushroom, I became just more skillful, skillful. Um, I had a lot of skills from the matrix, but I was able to put it all um, together. Um, but it really, it revealed the path. It just turned me into a creator, not a consumer, right? Mm. So when it came to, oh man, let's read this book and this book, I, I got to a place where I need to write that book. I need to write that book. Yeah. Why am I reading books when I when I should be writing them? There's no one smarter than me. Mm. There's no one different from you and I. All these ideas, everything we live into are ideas created out of the human mind. And when we tap into ourselves, we see, we and we see ourselves, we see that we're all of it. So what, whatever you can tune in and bring out is genius. Trust it. And so I started to really trust that and just not to care what anyone thought. And I just started creating, right? So, um, and that's what led to, a, a, it just it just led, man, it led. I feel like as if I'm meeting whatever is guiding me halfway. Mm. Law of attraction, All I used to be able to create my scenarios. Now it's as if, I can just foresee my scenarios. I, I see it and it, it already is. I already, I already know what's going to happen before it happens. And it sounds crazy, dude, but that's <laughs> the, it sounds so crazy, man. But I'm telling you, man, it sounds so crazy. And just, just now the, the close ones around me are starting to understand that, yeah. right? The ones who we're co-creating with and creating this thing, whatever it is, the mission of the mushroom to spread itself. It's just a vehicle, you know, yeah, um, it's a vehicle. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's just a vehicle. Isn't that funny? Like if you dissect this, like what you just said, like in your own mind, you're like, I know this sounds crazy, right? It sounds like if you just look at it, somebody you watch the video of somebody saying that you're like, dude, what's happening here? Like, like and in your mind, you're saying that to yourself. And I think mm-hmm. on some level, that's sometimes people's fear about speaking about it so deeply is just like, listen, this guy's wacky or this person's wacky. But it's like the more people that talk about it, it can't be crazy because too right. many people feel this exact same way over. Correct. Right. They can't be crazy. There's too many people saying these deep, profound experiences that do sound weird based off of what the construct currently is for that. But is it weird? Right. I don't think it's weird. Right. No. Uh, you, you know, it depends on. Yeah, it depends on the the paradigm that you're walking into it with. Right. right. It, it really it really depends. And then <laughs> that depends on how you know. There's ways to keep it from going super weird, right? You can experience <laughs> a beautiful psychedelic experience without having to go on a ten gram journey. Yeah. Right. So, how skilled is your facilitator at really holding that space or really gauging yeah. where you're at in your journey, right? So yeah. unless you've really been there and done it yourself, you really don't know. A textbook's not going to teach you, right? You have yeah. to have experience. Man, I feel it- like this is one area where there's a big kind of controversy about clinicians or guides who just 
are pressured not to take the medicine or this. And they're like, well, you can't take this. You have to, you can facilitate it, but you know, there's this thing about not taking it. I just think that's crazy, man. I honestly right. do. I'm like, I don't know how you can have any semblance of connection if you've never been under, man. <laughs> it's like, you can't describe it to someone who hasn't been under. They just think it's crazy. Right. <laughs> like, right. And there's plenty right. of things you can do without doing and connect with people. I don't know that this is one of them. <laughs> I'm not sure, man. Right. Like, right. Mm-hmm. Now you as have to, as, like, I feel like you yeah. have to do it. Like you have to like actually take the journey. Like, absolutely. I'm not sure. I, I don't want someone taking me on a journey that's never actually done anything. I'd be like, mm. oh, no, no, I no. I feel well, like that's <clears throat> not a thing for me. You know, it, it, it can be. But what's the limitation of it? You're right. only going to go as deep as that person has ever been. Yeah. Which that that's the whole that's that's the wall. That's how the you wall. control. That's how you control it. That's how you 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 give it and allow it. But in a way that, you know, ain't going to break the wall. Yeah, that's right. You do enough, it breaks the wall because you start to question paradigms. <laughs> that's right, man. If not, you just feel happy and your, your ego is okay. Yes. So it, it, it's really, it, it's however you want to create it. Yeah. The ego thing, I think, is a big conversation in the psychedelic community about ego death, things of that nature. What have you experienced since you have experienced ego death? How has that formed and shaped your experience as a human? Absolutely. Um, it's tra- it's, it's, it helped me realize that death is an illusion, first of mm. all. So fearless. Um, and... It's a great question. And I'm just pondering like this because it's good. I kind of forgot what you asked again. <laughs> <laughs> I imbibed a little bit of cannabis before I came on. Don't so worry, man. I, I uh-huh. do. I do that myself, too. Don't worry. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's, like, it's the funniest part is when you're talking, you're like, <laughs> what are we talking about? Like, I've experienced that weekly. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, but no, it's no, like. No. That ego mm-hmm. death, the, that fearlessness, I think is really important because we're, we are so afraid to talk about dying in this culture, man. We're so afraid of it, yet it's 100% happening, 100%. It's like a big <laughs> pillar that's holding up that wall. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's uh-huh. like it's you, there's no, no escape. There's no escape. You I better be, start becoming like blending with this idea like this isn't some con- right. concept that's not going to come through this isn't a startup that's not going to actually become a big company it's a big company already it's right. a definite thing right right and in regards to the you know how it helped as you know my human experience yeah. i started to regard myself as being able to um hmm, adapt to change to embrace change yeah. everything is changing can't control anything can hold on to it but it's all going to disappear yeah. So be, let it all go, you know, energetically, you can love it all, but let it all go energetically, be detached from it. Don't, don't, because if not, then you're going to, you're, you're, you're causing yourself to suffer energetically because you're falling into the illusion. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. So it taught me how to kind of shed my own skin, right? Like, um, like a snake, if you will. 
right? Yeah. The ego death doesn't just happen once. Now it's gotten to the point where when I do do psychic, when I do do a mushroom experience, if I don't have an ego death, then I, then I did it wrong. Mm. Right. Interesting. It's, I, I respect it so much. So where that's the whole point of doing it. Yeah. What do you think about the, I, I would guess to say kind of the large corporate aspect of psychedelics that it feels like it's kind of turning towards on some level. Um, <clears throat> you know, obviously it's very ancient practice and things of that nature, but there's also a corporate aspect to it that is growing steadily. How do you feel about that? Yeah. Um, I, I embrace it, you know, it's, it's change. Yeah. Like, we're going to do try to control the past or just accept <laughs> what it is. It's, 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 it's progression, right? Yeah. And if you can adapt to it, then you can see the opportunities in it and you can see what's really being done. Like for myself, the mushroom explained, look, look how, how I'm infecting everything. Mm. I'm, I'm penetrating the masses. I'm getting at this level. I'm at this level. I'm over here. I'm over here. It's like mycelium just kind of growing mm. everywhere. Yeah. They, it, it's, it's not controlled by anyone. So, and that's, that's the great illusion. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's yeah. what no one really understands yet. Interesting. It's understood. I don't know, but yeah, you know. no, I think that's interesting. I think there's a lot of, sometimes there's pushback about that, but re- really, I mean, it's going to happen in whatever form it's going to happen, whether it's more of a, pharmaceutical aspect more of its you know indigenous and uh you know places like amazon mexico whatever it's happening everywhere and in general it's the large concept is that it's moving forward right that's what it it feels like right right and it's really about okay you know how do we help shift the paradigm yeah like how do that's what that's what i'm really focused on is these traditional indigenous roots shamanism yeah. You know, the truth cutting out the middleman. How do we bring that into the now moment for the average people sure. that want to connect with themselves? Because that's that's what I want to teach is I want to teach people how to do this for themselves. Yeah. I don't want to create a revolving door. So it's like, oh, well, you got to see me next week and let's go for our next session. <laughs> sure. No, man, I want to teach you. I want to set you free. I want you to ner- learn how to reprogram your mind, how to rewire and be able to sit with these medicines on your own, right? Yeah. What's all the differences between the species? How, how, how do you do it for what your intention is, right? Um, all of this is very important and building a relationship with it. That's, that's how it's, it's a modern day shamanism. It's mm. giving the people the opportunity to be their own shaman, their own healer, their own guides. Mm. Like there, there is no middleman. And that, that's where I'm positioning for this capitalistic thing that's happening. Right. I, I, I want, I want to break the program. Yeah. I want to infiltrate and I want to break the program. These are big ideas. I like this. Um, in your experience, what has been the resistance maybe that you've seen to a larger spread of people doing psychedelics? Education, first off. Um, education, awareness, mm-hmm. education, and then constant uh, positioning on the enforced paradigm that's already there. Mm. So these are like masters at, you know, it's like, it's a big, it's a big chessboard. You know what I'm saying? So that's right. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what I would, that's what I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that the education, I mean, I think is, is critical. Like there's people in my life who I've kind of helped lead towards psychedelic experiences and it's been amazing. 
but then I also have people who are like still very resistant. And I find it's education, but it's also like a control issue. Like they just don't want to let go of control. And if even just like people, it's like, well, I don't know who I'm going to be. Like they're scared of who they think they're going to become by going down th- this pathway, you know? Right, right, right. I get right. that fear, that's, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. You, your fear that you can lose your mind. Yeah. And, and that's the irony and paradox about it is that once you do cross that threshold, you actually find your mind. Yeah. You find, you find it. Yeah. Because people also too, they construct this, this life and this life, they're very used to whatever version of themselves they've created or constructed or, and even if something may be presented as better, you just want to do what's comfortable for you. And so getting out of that comfort, I think is one of the biggest things I've seen with people. It's just just like, even if it's not that great life, I'm right. kind of used to it. Right. And, you know, because you, this is a massive shift. I don't tell people like, mm-hmm. oh, you would kind of be a little, it might kind of change some things. Oh, no, no, this is a major step. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this, right. This isn't like, right. you know, right. Just taking a, you know, this isn't like me going to my buddy's house and like, oh, just take a couple hits of, uh, you know, this joint I had. <laughs> it's like, it's no right. big deal. Like, this is a right. huge experience <laughs> that is okay. massive changing. So I think people just, they struggle with that. That is an issue, you know? Absolutely. And I think it's the education, not just behind the, hmm, the psychedelics themselves. I think it's the education of their own minds, mm. how their minds work. What is thought energy, right? What, what, how, how are they operating? Yeah. Right. How, how can they reprogram themselves? Right. How's their mind like a computer? Then they start seeing these ideas, right? They start to piece the puzzle together themselves. That to me is the true education, not about how, oh, psilocybin is going to activate this part of the brain and then it's going to do this. And that's what's yeah. going to possibly help you. No, I, I see it as deeper than that. How, yeah. how do I control my thoughts? How do I, how can I get myself to get to a place where I am not no longer attached to my feelings? I let my feelings dictate what the creation is going to be. Right. I, 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 you know, I, I become aware. I just become aware. And through that, I become my own, hmm, cut out. I cut out the stuff, man. I don't watch TV yeah. no more, right? Really? You start to just become aware. Yeah, you, you just, you see that every moment of the day, you're being programmed. Yeah. Every moment. And it's either going to be something you're allowing in that you're programming for yourself sure. or some outside thing is doing. That's through the marketing. That's through sure. freaking ad campaigns, music, everything. Dude, I, I cut it all out. Man, you're on a different path, man. I'm definitely not on that path. <laughs> but I think that's important. Everyone has a different feeling about how they're moving in the world. And I would never disparage how anyone is moving with this. I think that's one of the beautiful things is we can't all be carbon copies of each other. No, that's like no. the worst part. This conformity, oh, the uniformity of experience. We may have similar feelings about psychedelics but everybody has their own path that absolutely like that. And that i think is really important for that absolutely absolutely because that's yeah. how you lead to your authentic self that's exactly right path. man that's a, you know what that's a great way to wrap this up but i want you to tell everyone how like what you're up to right now and how they could connect with you 
Yeah, absolutely. So you guys can connect with me through www.finallydetached.com. And what I'm up to right now is building out um, something very beautiful that Finally Detaches is going to launch. And it's going to be a very, hmm, very useful and strong program for anyone who's interested in self-healing with, with psilocybin. Beautiful. Gabriel, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it, man. Amen. Thank you. Welcome to BreezeLine, where you'll say, ta-ta, T-Mobile. Our home internet is just plain better, more reliable and faster because we put internet first. If there's network congestion, we won't slow your internet down like T-Mobile does to help their cell customers. And right now, you can try out a true internet experience with BreezeLine's reliable and fast fiber-powered home internet. Find your perfect speed with prices starting at $19.99 a month for 24 months. Terms and conditions apply. Go to BreezeLine.com to learn more. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in nursing into your busy day. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Balance online coursework and in-person, local clinical, practicum, or immersion hours as you work towards graduation while leaving room for what matters. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.